If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Mark and Sarah talk about songs. 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 Oh, that funk theme is back, and so are we. Happy New Year. We are back for another season. I am your iconic original, Sarah D. Bunting, and I'm here with slightly younger, incisive satirical interrogation, Mark Blankenship. Hi, Mark. Hello, Sarah, and hello, listeners. Welcome to the new season of Mastis, or Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, Weird Al versus Everybody. What does that mean? Well, it means pretty much what it sounds like it means. We have picked a dozen hits by Weird Al Yankovic, legendary parodist, and now recent Emmy winner. And in each episode of this season, we are going to put one of his songs into the ring up against the original song that he is satirizing slash paying homage to. We'll discuss both songs, and then we will pick a winner. And by we, I mean that Sarah and I will both cast a vote And our Patreon supporters will also vote because you, our listeners, are a key element of this process around here. We literally could not do this without you. No, we really couldn't. And while we're up, this episode is a little admin heavy up top, but this is pretty important information. So please do not skip ahead. Patreon supporters don't just get to vote this season, although joining us at the $6 level or higher does get you access to those season polls and a ticket to our very fun Discord server, and access to our online happy hours, and more. Patreon supporters at any level also get all episodes of this season, and that is a new element this time around. Anyone with access to podcast distribution will hear some of the Weird Al vs. Everybody season, but only Patreon supporters are going to hear all the episodes. Yes, you must join us on Patreon to hear the entire season. But again, you get so much cool stuff and you can join at any level to get the episodes, which is great. So this episode and all the odd numbered episodes of the Weird Al vs. Everybody season will be available wherever you get podcasts. But the next episode and all of the other even numbered episodes in the season will only be available on Patreon. Yes, and you get those ad free on Patreon. Another important point and, 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 we're also recording a handful of singles about Weird Al's non-parody, like, more general genre satirizing tracks like Dare to be Stupid. 
And you will need to be on the Patreon to get those two. So dare to be awesome and join us, patreon.com slash because, yes, we are almost done with the section. Hang in there. We have a new pledge goal for you to think about and work towards. Yes, if we reach $1,500 in monthly pledges, we will pick a city, go to that city, and then throw an event and hang out with y'all live. We might record another live episode. We might host a Mastis game night or karaoke night. Or we might take the Mastis prom on the road because the one in Brooklyn was really fun. But we need to hit that fundraising goal first. So come on through, join us, hear everything in this season, and maybe make us go to Denver or Wichita or probably for the first one somewhere between Brooklyn and Nashville. But whatever. The point is, we'll figure it out. We are listening. We are, and we thank you for listening, not just to our podcast, but to this fibrous chunk of logistical information standing between you and Mr. Yankovic. Patreon.com slash to join us, or for more information, we hope to see you there. Okay, Weird Al versus everybody. Before we get into this, I made a goofy little theme song that I was kind of proud of, and also helped me pass the time during a very long customer service interaction without clawing off my own face. I'm going to play it for you now. Here it is. If you would like to make that your ringtone, first of all, that's hilarious. Second of all, reach out to me, bunting at tomatonation.com. Okay, we are proceeding in alphabetical order through our chosen track list of Weird Al songs and their originals. Mark, would you mind telling the listeners what famous original and which Al version we are contemplating in episode one today? All right, alphabetically, we are using the Weird Al songs to order things. So alphabetically first, this season is Amish Paradise by Weird Al Yankovic, and that is a parody of Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. And Sarah, I think this is actually such a great place to start because you may remember from the Weird Al behind the music that Coolio gave this interview where he said, I'm not cool with what he did to my song. It wasn't funny. He didn't get the rights, blah, 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 blah. And then years later, Coolio recanted publicly in multiple locations to say the stupidest thing I've ever done is give Weird Al grief because if he was good enough for Michael Jackson, he sure as hell should have been good enough for me. And I feel like that just underscores why we're doing this season, which is that Weird Al eventually gets embraced by everyone as kind of a necessary and beloved part of the cultural firmament. Yeah, I agree. And perhaps it was pointed out to Coolio that very often Weird Al, um, not choosing you, uh, it's not like an imprimatur exactly, unless, you know, sometimes it is. But I think that sometimes Weird Al's choice to reinterpret or like find that Weird Al thing in your song gives your song more life and might make it seem better than it is. Why do I make that particular observation? Hmm, I don't know. Let's talk about it. Um, so shall we begin by hearing some clips? Yeah, let's do it. Should we hear the original first or Al first? Yeah, I think let's let's start with Gangsta's Paradise. All right, great. 
Here's a clip from Gangsta's Paradise. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying and talking. I really hate the trip, but I got a low- Huh. And um, <laughs> what do you think, Sarah? Should we talk about this song a little bit first before we do- go into the parody? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I'd like to know from you how long it had been since you had heard this song like in its entirety and really listened to it. Uh, six days? I listened to this song a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> it's never really. It's really never exited my rotation. Um, really? it is a song. I know every single word I could do it at the drop of a hat. When I worked at theater development fund in New York city, there was a video of another colleague and I at lunch wrapping the final verse just out of nowhere. They, everyone was so surprised that they, they made a video of it. Um, this song is one I've been enjoying since it was released in 1995. I, I think it has something to do with the fact that I was in the middle of high school when it came out and it was like a good to my ear rap song, but it doesn't have any curse words in it because Stevie Wonder, whose song Pastime Paradise provides the instrumental bed on which Coolio built this particular track, insisted that there be no cursing. That's so, right. I had forgotten that trivia. So thank you. You're welcome. So because Stevie Wonder told Coolio he could not sample Pastime Paradise unless he excised all cursing from gangsta's paradise i was able to wrap the entire song around adults and not get in trubs which Mm -hmm. was nice also (laughs) though the song was to my ear really very good and of course there's the iconic video with michelle pfeiffer Uh who was uh, in character from dangerous minds because this is a song from the soundtrack to dangerous minds she's playing the like well-intentioned high school teacher. She's staring Coolio down, trying to get him to change his life. He's rapping about how no one can save him. I mean, to me, the whole thing is just fucking great. I'm cursing, even though Stevie Wonder doesn't want me to. So it is for me a really, really great time capsule song of the nineties. But I'm guessing based on the way you phrase your question that you do not feel the same. I do don't. I mean, I think it is a great time capsule, but I don't think it's great. Um, I actually, if I were going to give it a letter grade, I would bump it up a couple notches based on your reminding me that Coolio was obliged to not curse because this feels very, it feels very dated. Like it, it's mm. well constructed, but like between the video, which is like this very... 80s and 90s, like, let's kind of hack what's happening in the movie that the song came from for the video. And that whole movie, which I never saw, but I just feel nope. like there's a whole lot of white savior shit probably happening. Like, God bless Michelle Pfeiffer, that white gold, love her, but <laughs> trying to be all tough in her like chunky boots, like, okay, take it down a notch. And this just and this, seems like what a yeah. studio executive asked for on the soundtrack that it's like um it's you know he's talking about chalk outlines like we heard it at the end of the clip that you pulled but 
he isn't cursing and it does seem a little um forget you melon farmer but like in the construction and um like i don't really know anything else about coolio i'm not his lawyer i have nothing against coolio although he did step on my foot one time um and in an effort to get out from under his foot, I then stepped backwards onto Tony Bennett's foot. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Was um, this the same VMAs where you met Weird Al? Yes. Whoa. And chased an him through night. the after party with my boots under my arm calling Mr. Al. And he actually stopped. Bless his heart eternally. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Anyway, I don't think this song is bad, but I have no attachment to it. And I think partly that's because it feels to me like Coolio doesn't really have that strong an attachment to it. It just seems like it was built in the C-suite at Warner Brothers or whoever put this movie out. And I'm not... I, I don't quite respond to it. And then the... Oh my God, the video is... So self-serious. It's I mean it's funny, but it's not trying to be funny. So yeah. You really I mean, could not be more self-serious than this video. I mean, that is true. Like the, everything about this song is self-serious. And yeah. the movie I actually also have not seen the movie. Has anybody seen the movie Dangerous Minds? That's it's a like fair um how nobody has ever seen Streets of Fire that they're like, does that even really exist? Yeah. Like someone called I mean, Diane Lane and be like, be real. Was that a thing or you just shot the video? <laughs> <laughs> or like Vision Quest. Does that, that exists and it has oh. naked Modine ass in it and you best believe that's why I watched it, but it does exist. Slow-mo baby. Mm -hmm. But also it is true, like you said before about the white savior thing. There were so many movies around this general period about white teachers going into non-white neighborhoods and teaching the kids to love learning um, yeah. Finding Forrester was the one where in the preview, Sean Connery said, you're, you're the, man the man now, dog. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> and then Hillary Swank was eventually in something called Freedom Writers, R W R I T E R S, I think it was called, where she gets kids to learn to write their way out of the ghetto or whatever the hell. So, you know, really a lot of reasons perhaps not to revisit Gangsta's Paradise, uh, Dangerous Minds. And Gangster's Paradise is completely self-serious. And yet I do have such a soft spot for it. And let's also not forget LV, the name of the gentleman who sings the hook, who yes. never really did another thing ever that anybody heard about. Um, 
But before, of course, we say where our votes are, we should probably talk about the other song, which is Weird Al's Amish Paradise. And to me, Sarah, one of the things that we have to recommend this song is exactly rooted in what you just said. Weird Al knew that Gangsta's Paradise was ripe for parody because Gangsta's Paradise is so self-serious. Mm-hmm. And, and thus... Yeah, and a lot of it is in the video and in this, you know, legendarily visual medium of podcasting. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll link to this in the show notes, but, like, progressively, like, every time he cuts to that, like, side shot of himself singing the hook that LV is singing in the original... He's a little sweatier, and by the end, yep. he's just, like, pouring sweat. And there's also, I mean, maybe this is in the clip you pulled, so we should probably just listen to that first. But, like, he's doing a lot of stuff that the original doesn't bother doing <laughs> that that I love. And it is it is so dense. Like, it's so joke dense. I, I mean, I love it. Should we hear a clip and then talk more? Yes, please. I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain But that's just perfect for an Amish like me You know I shun fancy things like electricity At 4.30 in the morning I'm milking cows Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows Fool and I've been milking and plowing so long that Even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone I'm a man of the land, I'm into I just love the line, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. There's <laughs> something so matter-of-fact about it. I love it. And that the sprung rhythm of, and Jacob plows, fool. And then he just <laughs> goes right into the next one. Later on, there's a, not subroutine, but like a little light motif that's the Gilligan's Island theme. It's It's bonkers. Like, I, I mean, he's doing a lot of things that he doesn't really have to do but i mean it's really there are a lot of visual gags in it that make it wonderful but i did try the first time through with each one to not to not be looking too closely at the video unfortunately weird al is absolutely a creature of mtv and a lot of the success of the parodies like you have to have seen both videos to really appreciate the full scope um but i think amish paradise is better because it well understands what makes the original good and then it just makes fun of the rest which i think is the that l formula yeah and uh the casting of Florence Henderson in the oh Michelle my Pfeiffer god role. yes I can't believe I forgot to mention that <laughs> it's it's just it's just it's just Chef's Kiss it's so good like you need someone who in her uh, fame embodied the milk toast qualities that he is describing here yes and you know we we had, we had some of our patrons on the poll about this song say uh, Amanda S wrote, I have yet to top the experience of hearing Amish paradise live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He put it in the encore and brought the ha- house down. It's oh got my vote God. Now yes. and, forever. and can you just imagine being in Amish country and hearing Amish paradise? Oh I mean, God. You know, obviously we will never know what the Amish think about this song because the Amish by their very nature are not going to really hear it. Despite the fact that there are videos of 
people playing this song for Amish people, uh, we're never going to really know what the Amish think because frankly, as I understand it, Amish culture isn't even designed to care about this. Like this is so far outside the scope of what an Amish person would even give a shit about. But to me, we did have a, we did have a patron who was commenting about the concern regarding cultural appropriation here and, and making fun of the Amish culture. But to me, there is such an obvious affection in the way he's making these jokes that it's just like, oh, I don't know. It amuses me. Mm-hmm. And, well, and he, that- yeah, he gets at, um, he just includes like everything that the culture at large knows or thinks they know about, yes. um, uh, what is the, what is the blanket term? Pre-technological uh, closed societies, although they yes. have Rumspringa, some of them, so eventually, I guess, kids could learn about Amish Paradise, but why would they now? <laughs> Since the even Amish Paradise is, like, at almost 30 years old. Anyway, um, yeah, I just, like, I get it, but I, f- I feel like pre-technological societies, as you said, don't give a shit. And if they do, it's like you chose to live without zippers, but this is, this is annoying you. (laughs) Like maybe if you had cable TV, you wouldn't have time to care what weird Al is doing. Anyway. Um, I don't think the Coolio song is bad, but I think that sometimes there is a weird alchemy. Oh, Oh! I did. Yeah. There is a weird alchemy that, um, elevates the original through the parody and that means that weird owls is better and in my opinion and as the season goes on i think we're gonna as tends to happen like with moist fm we're going to really get at the the rubrics the metrics but for now that's the best way i can think of to put it and uh i'm gonna go al are you voting coolio well first let me say that the patrons overwhelmingly agreed with you two thirds of the patron votes Damn. for Amish paradise. That's that's 66.666 repeating percent. Uh-huh. Um, and I have decided at least for this episode that for me, I work from the baseline assumption that the original song has something to recommend it or else weird Al would not take the time to parody it. Right. So for me, if I like the original song, but I feel at least a similar joy to the Weird Al song. And I would therefore put them in a tie. I am going to give the point to Weird Al because it's harder to make me feel like that your parody is in a tie with the original. You know what I mean? Like it actually takes a really good parody to make me be as happy to hear the parody as I am to hear the original. Yeah. Therefore, therefore, Amish Paradise gets my vote because I like it as much as I like Gangsta's Paradise. And in a, in the case of a tie, Weird Al gets the point. So it is three for three for Amish Paradise. Okay. All right. Well, that's an excellent way to start the season. And um, as we get to the end of this, our first episode of the season, the score, Weird Al versus the field, Weird Al has won. Everybody looking to get on the board. Now, listeners, if you would like to hear our next episode, which will feature Queen's Another One Bites the Dust versus Weird Al's Another One Rides the Bus, 
you must be a Patreon patron. So please join us at patreon.com slash Mastus to hear Weird Al versus Queen. Yeah, who will bite the dust? Uh, there's no way to know, except by joining us on the Patreon. Uh, but all of you, thank you so much for listening. I'm Sarah. That's Mark. Hey! We are Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. We are a proud member of the Believe Network. For more information, you can visit them at BLEAV.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Mastass.podcast, and on Instagram at Mastass Everywhere, all one word. You can email us anytime you like. That's talkaboutsongs at gmail.com. And once again, find us on Patreon if you haven't already, patreon.com slash mastass. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.